is optimizing for purchases is by far beating anything else as far as return on ad spend. So I've been seeing a bunch of people talk about um, Facebook ads recently in our Facebook group over uh, on on Facebook, obviously, for Samcart. Uh, if you guys are in there and you're running Facebook ads, you've probably seen some of these conversations, people talking about, you know, what should I optimize for when I'm creating my Facebook ads? Most people are optimizing for leads or for whatever that front-end conversion is. So let's say you're running ads to a webinar. Most people are optimizing for the webinar registrant. Um, if you, you know, have a, a VSL funnel, you know, people are optimizing for the lead that goes right into it. If you're selling a physical product, most people are optimizing, optimizing for the purchase. And so let me tell you what I have seen over the last two years. We've probably spent five, six million bucks, maybe more at this point uh, on Facebook, like over 15 grand a day. So we have a lot of data. We've, we've tested a lot of things. We run a lot of different types of offers, um, both low ticket, you know, whether it's a Sam Cart trial or, you know, one of our free plus shipping books or the one page blueprint or the upsell script. Uh, we've sold some medium ticket products, um, the messenger launch blueprint. Uh, one of our, we have a, a bunch of different courses there are anywhere from 50 to a hundred dollars. And then we have high ticket packages where we're usually selling Sam Cart for a year, anywhere from like four or 500 bucks for our low end plan. Uh, up to like five, six hundred bucks, uh, all the way up to a thousand dollars or more for our higher end plans for a year. So the question is, what's the best thing to optimize for? And here's what I have seen time and time again: is optimizing for purchases is by far beating anything else as far as return on ad spend. So if you're selling something, my recommendation would be if you're selling something that's you know under a couple hundred bucks. Uh, maybe under 300 bucks, that's kind of where we're drawing the line, um, that you can get away with optimizing for purchases. The, the tough thing is if you're selling something that's $1,000, for instance, to optimize for a purchase, Facebook needs to have a bunch of conversions happening every single week to truly optimize, to get out of what they call the learning phase. So if you have a $1,000 product, you're not going to be able to optimize for purchases because you're probably not spending enough money to get someone to make a purchase multiple times a day, 10, 15 times a day is what you should be looking for. So if that's the case, you should optimize for leads or is as far back in the, the funnel as you can. So for example, our $1,000 webinar, we're optimizing for attendees because those happen often enough. We put the pixel inside of our webinar and it fires when somebody actually attends because we want we want to try to target the people who are taking the, the most action. So optimizing for leads, you're going to get half the people don't even show up or maybe more to your webinar. So you're optimizing for half the people that will never end up actually buying. And it's just crazy the way how much Facebook knows about us. I don't even I don't think any of us want to know how they know all of this stuff, but they do. And you can take advantage of it as a marketer. Um, but we have another webinar that's only a couple hundred dollars. And when we were optimizing for leads, that funnel actually didn't work. It it was making about half of our money back on day one, which is, is fine because we know we'll make it back over six to 12 months or more, but we want that payback period to be shorter. We want to make our money back faster because we don't want to have to wait. The longer you have to wait, the more money you have to have in the bank to float until you make that money back. So we started optimizing for attendees and it converted a little bit better. We were probably making 60, 70% of our money back. So then we tried to optimize for purchases 
and boom, overnight that funnel started to work. And it was because Facebook is now looking for people that have buying patterns that they they know. I mean, imagine if you're Facebook and you have all the data that all of us are feeding them every day. You could be selling skateboards and you sell it to someone who is a potential business owner who I might target. And because you have them firing purchase pixels on your site, Facebook knows that person is a buyer. That person is someone who buys things at a certain price range. So when I target the entrepreneurial world, the, the business world with a Sam cart ad, Facebook might send me the person that bought your skateboard because they've identified that they're a buyer. So hopefully that makes sense. The power behind it is absolutely nuts. And I think that's why you're seeing more and more people doing what we've been preaching for almost two years now, which is don't get so obsessed with building a leads list. Everyone's been talking about for you know a decade, build a leads list. You got to you know get people to opt into your list and nurture them over time then market to them over time. And the concept of building a list is, is right. There's nothing wrong with it. You want to have an audience. You want to have an asset that you can market to again and again. But that's what a customer is. A customer is on your list. In fact, that's the best list you'll ever have. So I'd rather have a list of customers than a list of buyers. So don't get so obsessed or a list of customers versus a list of leads. Don't get so obsessed over building a leads list. There's nothing wrong. Some of the biggest businesses in the world, some of the most successful online marketers out there do not build a leads list. They run ads to low ticket products anywhere from the free plus shipping model where you're just paying a couple dollars shipping and handling. I see people now selling dollar courses just to build a list of customers that they can sell other things on the back end, either through their members area or through email or through snail mail, whatever it is. Um, but I mean, the power in this is so big. I mean, one of the biggest direct response marketers in the world is Agora Publishing. They're based here in Baltimore. They sell financial newsletters, fitness newsletters, all kinds of digital newsletters. And they don't have a leads list. They send almost all of their traffic from Google, Facebook, everywhere else to straight sales letters. And that's what we built SamCart to do. So, I mean, the good news is if you're a SamCart customer, you have a tool that was built to do this exact thing. Build a page with SamCart, put your sales material on there, put your, your images, your bullet points, your testimonials, everything, and try to just go right for the jugular and sell your course. If you're a beginner, that's why we teach people to create an ebook and sell it for 27 bucks and just run ads right at that and optimize for the purchase. Facebook's gonna send you the best people that they know are on their platform that have identified themselves as buyers and you have the best chance of making that sale. So if you have a, an offer or a marketing campaign that didn't work on Facebook ads and you are optimizing for leads, spin that thing back up and try to optimize for buyers. Just remember, your price matters here. If you have a $10,000 product, you probably can't do that unless you're willing to spend $100,000 a day um, you know, to get 10, 15, 20 purchases a day of whatever you're selling. Um, but anyway, just a, one of the biggest findings we've had with Facebook ads over the last year is that one single point that optimizing for purchases time and time again is beating everything else as long as you can afford to spend enough to get you know, five, at least a handful of conversions every single day per ad set. That's the other thing that kind of stinks with Facebook is they want every ad set to get 
ideally 50 conversions a week. It, it can still work. The whole learning phase thing, we have found that when it gets out of the learning phase and you feed it more data, the better it does do, but it doesn't have to be out of the learning phase. We have plenty of campaigns that aren't or that did perfectly fine with only getting 5, 10, 15 conversions a week, but ideally you want to give Facebook more data. Um, so anyway, that's food for thought. If you're messing around with Facebook ads, you've been frustr frustrated in the past or you have a funnel or campaign that is working and you're not opt optimizing for purchases, try it out because it is time and time again working across the board for us. So anyway, I hope that helps somebody out there. If it does, let me know. Post in the Facebook group and let us know um, what you guys are seeing. Talk to you later. If you're looking for an easy way to launch your business online and start making sales, or a simple way to get fast cash out of your already established business, then check out how I'm making $1,729 per day with a simple one-page website. I break it all down over at onepagefunnel.com. That's the number one, pagefunnel.com.